What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. We're back today for episode 106. So today we're actually going to be doing a Grave Plots. And if you're new to this for all of our new listeners this week, this past week. It's where I kill Alex and bury him in the backyard. (laughs) It's where we make up a movie on the spot within about 45 minutes. And we add sound effects, make up a movie... We'll explain it a little bit more in detail when we get to that part. But how are you doing this week, Brittany? Good. Yeah? How's, how's school? <laughs> School's stupid. <laughs> I hate you it. You too cool for school? For always. <laughs> always been too cool for school. I'm too old for it now. No, it's just a lot. It's a lot of stuff. What I was a- telling Alex I've been up for until like 2 in the morning for the last like three days doing fucking classwork and it's killing me. It's fun. You're yeah, you're enjoying every great. ounce of it. I love it so much. <laughs> I love bio- biology and scientific notation. Best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. I but wouldn't be excited about it either. Happier so. news. My mom comes tomorrow. Woo! So is she going to be here for a while or what? Yes. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited. What are you guys going to do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sit around, watch TV. She's, she's like broken. So I have to take her to get x rays on Tuesday, which kind of sucks. Oh. She's been having problems with her hip. And I think it's. Like, an after-effect from radiation and stuff, I kind of feel like, so. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think she's fine, and she's like, I think you have arthritis because you're old. So you're going <laughs> to do some fun stuff, though. You're going to hang out at least, get to see her. You guys get along real well, so. Yeah, she wants to go get her hair done together. And her I'm hair like, did? God, Mom. She's got to get her hair did. Oh, like, I'll just be there when you do it. And she's like, but we always do this together. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not spending $200 to do my hair when all I do is clip it up when I'm at work, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just get a mohawk, you know? Perfect. Rock a mohawk. Yeah, my job will love that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been doing too, too much. Just been doing the stream schedule, trying to plan stuff for us. Got some, uh, sent out an email to somebody to see what they would do if we uh, try to reach out with the feelers about some of our creative endeavors with the grave plots here. So I'm putting out feelers for things Are to try sweet? to get something started. So Did you message The Rock? Yeah, Dwayne The Dwayne Rock Johnson, the Rock yes. Johnson? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna host it. Sweet. <laughs> so he here's the thing. Lap, though. Think you can't it. imitate it. Yeah, <laughs> he sounds like an angel. Well, you probably have to have a ginormous penis, and that's probably not me. So no, <laughs> it's me though. Well, he's like a horse. So I mean, yeah, like, but I have a ginormous. He's a thorough thoroughbred. My fucking. penis is giant. So <laughs> this is where we get along. <laughs> I, I mean, want to like he can be on, but what if it's like really tiny? Though? It probably is. <laughs> Like that would just be like the way. Like what is what is it like? What's, <laughs> yeah. what's that? Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, moving on. 
ah, yeah, we probably shouldn't be talking about this. I love you, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Come <laughs> yeah. on the show and let me sit on your lap while wait, you talk. Wait, what did you say? Come on your what? Come on, let me come on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, babe. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> take that, listener, and enjoying your coffee. Well, take that. Get a little cream in it. <laughs> oh, my God. All I think is this curdled milk. Ew. <laughs> No, if you have a cottage cheese pussy, then you have something oh wrong with God, you. Oh, my God, Brittany. <laughs> so disgusting. So. Ew. <laughs> Curdled milk. Since. I can't wait to get since, messages from Nathan and Craig oh after this God, episode. Yeah. They're going to be like, Brittany, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> well, you kind of, we both ran with you that You went one. from dick to cottage cheese. What the hell? So, anyway, we won't be doing horror shots this week because we don't know. Because now what, we're disgusted. Well, yeah, and it definitely, <laughs> it would probably have to be with milk in it if we were going to do oh. Um, but which I don't know why, but that's just really disgusting. Curdled. We're not going to do horror shots because we don't know the theme of the movie that we're going to be pulling out of the crystal skull with diamond eyes for the great plot. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right into the fucking news. Here is the fucking news. All right, guys, in this last week's news, we basically had a few good things in here. Um, I tried to pick an array of stuff. Looks like uh, Barbara Crampton is going to be hosting Fangoria's Ghoul Gang Slumber Party, which apparently is a ghost hunting reality series, which I haven't heard of yet. But Deadline came out with it, and it says Fango will finance Ghoul Gang Slumber Party, a series described as a feminist ghost hunting reality comedy. It comes from Suki Rose Simakis and April Wolf beginning production in September. Uh, it's going to be created by Simakis and Wolf and co-hosted by Wolf, Danny Fernandez and Barbara Crampton. The concept involves four women brave enough to spend the night in an infamous haunted house while getting tipsy on wine, uh, communing with the spirits and learning about witchy traditions. Excuse me i am extremely offended that they didn't fucking contact me to do this it's like abfab with because, like ghosts holy shit that's what they probably pitched it as. except my ass would be like can i get some whiskey please <laughs> i don't want fucking wine it gives what, me a headache <laughs> I, I'll, I immediately i picture it i'm not trying to poke fun but like what if one of them gets really scared and they get they're drunk and they so they fall themselves. yeah they like fall down a flight of stairs <laughs> that would be me probably running away from something and falling to my death what if they and then but, and then and <laughs> I, i'll shut can up. you like imagine though just just like me and Jenny ghost hunting alone. Oh God, with drunk. wine, yeah. Just how amazing would that be? Like, we need to record this and then just send it to a fucking like TV station because they'll pick that shit up right away because we're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're saying it's described as a comedy that encompasses the hilarity of childhood sleepovers with the likes of Queer Eye and Drunk History with ghosts. Comedian Jamie Loftus will be the first guest. So. Looks like they're going to be getting that started. That's pretty cool. Looks like Fangoria is really uh, starting up stuff. I know they got books, TV shows, movies, and obviously their publication that they're going to be putting out, uh, the quarterly publication, uh, which is coming out in, uh, very soon, guys. So if you haven't already signed up for Fango, you should. In other news, Wesley Snipes apparently has been teasing about Blade coming back. Dope. 
um, which I'm actually okay with. I, th- I kind of would like to see where they take it as long as they're not like trying to like redo it. But Trinity, Blade Trinities that came out last was had a lot of really cool people in it. But yeah, I just didn't think the movie was all that good. And I don't know. So, I, but I think that they could redeem it, I think. But apparently Wesley Snipes went to prison. Obviously, we know about that for the misdemeanor counts of failing to file his tax returns. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but there has been some rumblings in behind the scenes that have made people wonder because he's working with Marvel uh, behind the scenes. And a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be Blade related. It says here, Vice put out, it said, uh, Snipe said, There are a lot of conversations going around right now, and we're very blessed to have enthusiasm and interest in something coming from the world, that world again, Snipes uh, was saying, basically. He said, we've created two projects that fit perfectly into this world, and when people see them, I think they're only going to have a problem with deciding which one they love the most. He continued on, he says, all the main execs at Marvel and my team, we've been discussing for the past two years. Everyone's enthusiastic about it. Everybody gets it, but they got a business to run and they got to square the things that they got to figure out before they can get into it, I guess. In the meantime, we got a business to run and our own slate of things to do so. But uh, what would you guys be interested in seeing another Blade movie? Sounds like the way that he's that he's talking about it to me is that he will be included in some form of a Marvel movie in some way. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's like a team thing or something, you know, because like superheroes and offshoot superheroes that were in that world are kind of popular right now they seem to be doing really successful anyway so but you know a lot of people didn't even know blade was part of that world anyway some did some didn't so a lot it was like a lot of people's first entry into that anyway so did you like blade or i love blade okay so what do you guys think do you think you'd be interested in that sound off in the comments below now Recently, we had had, well, kind of recently, we had heard that there's going to be a Big Trouble in Little China remake, and apparently Dwayne The Rock Johnson was going to be playing Jack Burton. He's back. Well, looks like that isn't exactly true. So, Collider has uh, reported on it this week, and they said that Johnson is not playing Jack Burton. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be producing this movie as well as starring in what a lot of people assumed would be a remake of John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. But Collider reported that it's not going to be a remake at all and he will not be playing Jack Burton. The producer uh, for the movie, Haram Garcia, said, there's a lot of things going on with Big Trouble in Little China. We're in the process of developing that. And let me tell you, the idea is not to actually remake Big Trouble in Little China. You can't remake a classic like that. So what we're planning to do is we're going to be going to continue the story. We're going to continue the universe of Big Trouble in Little China. Everything that happened in the original exists and is a standalone. And I think there's only one person that could ever play Jack Burton. So Dwayne would never try and play that character. So we're just having a lot of fun. He also went on to say we're actually in a really great space with the story that we've cracked. But yeah, no remake. It's a continuation and we're deep into development on that as well. And I think you'll start hearing some things about that probably soon. So I'm kind of 
interested. I am too. Although we did talk about this when I brought it up to you, and 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 we're kind of like, seems like Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a little oversaturating things now. So I hope they don't turn it into like Jumanji or something and make it kind of like too silly. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, but I mean, I think that the the underground world of that like Big Trouble in Little China is kind of interesting. Yeah, dude, I that agree. movie is so big. It, it was too big for the budget, mm-hmm. and they still made it work. Yep. <laughs> but what do you guys think? Does that make your uh, heart settle a little bit softer and you're not going to be fucking having a heart attack? Uh, Dwayne is going to be taking over everything. Soon he'll be president. I don't know. That's we'll fine. see. I'll take it. So I can see that happening. <laughs> anyway, Greg Nicotero is going to be doing practical effects for the new Spawn movie Woo! and all the effects that are associated with the movie in uh, the upcoming months, I guess. Uh looks like comicbook.com said that Todd McFarlane had revealed that he had bought the Walking Dead's Greg Nicotero and his KMB effects group to provide the visual effects for the upcoming film. This is a good thing because yes. it means it's going to be practical effects yes. and heavy on it, which I'm I'm very thankful for. Yes. It gives me a little bit of hope because it's kind of been up in the air whether or not this movie is going to be any good because it's not about Spawn, really. So yeah. McFarlane says he's focusing on practical effects rather than heavy CGI which is what led him back to Nicotero from KMB. Said, when I conceived of the story to start with, I never really thought of it as a big special effects extravaganza because I knew we weren't going to have a big budget for it. So I knew I was going to rely heavily on practical effects makeup and costuming. And one of the places that kept popping up was my good pal Greg Nicotero on his KMB group. And he's obviously done a tremendous amount of work on dozens and dozens of the movies. The sort of serendipitous part of it is that Greg was there at the beginning 20 years ago for the original Spawn movie. But, you know, he's not just going to be doing the, the effects for in the movie, but he's also going to be doing, you know, the spawn. He said, I sat down with Greg and his staff. I just said, here's what I see visually. I gave them some reference at the, some of the images throughout the 25-year history of spawn that I thought was close to what I was talking about. And I just stepped back and let them start taking a whack at it. Each time they sent me something, I would draw over it again. Hey, how about a little bit of this, a little bit of that? And then I thought very quickly, we actually got to our look of what it is that we want to go at. KMB came out of the gate, showed me a wide, wide range of looks. I was able to narrow it down. Uh, he also went on to say, we spent about six weeks coming up with some concept art and designing the character, and a lot of it was kind of getting to the roots of what he's about, Nicotero said. Uh, he says he's sort of a part feral animal driven by completely by rage that he has, and he really embraces the idea of getting that sense of how much he wants to see this of this character and what we want the audience to see. So I'm kind of curious now. I, I wonder if it's going to be good. It might be like, you know, because I know everybody was upset because the budget wasn't so big. Mm-hmm. You remember? Yeah. And everybody was like, kind of like, oh, man, I don't know. Right. And, you know, and I'm, I, I'm a fan of Todd McFarlane, but he can be a little bit of a wild card sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yes. Correct. But I mean, he's there's no di- it's so weird how Spawn has just died off. It feels like the I movie agree. literally killed it almost. <laughs> yeah, in a way. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. T- what was the guy that played him? Jai? Uh, something Jai? I don't know. I thought the movie was okay. It's like a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, but, it's all right. I mean, I don't hate it. But... Pl- plus, it has that really cool soundtrack that they 
there was like uh judgment night and the spawn soundtrack those two were like the and then maybe like biohazard and onyx like those three albums in particular were just like trying to make new music by putting two different completely different groups into one song Mm -hmm. so it was kind of cool i like that kind of thing so what do you guys think do you think that's is a good thing are you excited i know i am Last but not least, one of Britney's favorite things ever. Yay. And we already know Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is getting a movie adaptation. It's been talked about for like five years. Right. Well, you know, ever since Guillermo del Toro got his, you know, awards for oh, his yeah, movie now and it's shit. Like, oh, for sure. <laughs> now everybody wants to give him blowjobs in public. Which is fine. But they should. The good thing about this movie, and I think a lot of people who have fought for this, even in the the books when they reissued them, mm-hmm. is that the, the, the pictures that you found inside of the scary stories to tell in the dark books are the illustrations that everybody loved, uh, Stephen Gamble. And those oh, are amazing so and fucking creepy as shit. Well, good news, guys. Looks like Guillermo del Toro responded to somebody, Scott Wampler, from uh, birth.movies.deaths. He asked about it. He said, my number one question about scary stories to tell in the dark, are they going to try to preserve the look of Stephen Gamble's legendary illustrations for the various creature designs in the film? I do not expect real Guillermo del Toro to answer this. Well, <laughs> and he did. <laughs> yeah, and he did with a very simple, straightforward answer. Yes. Oh my God. So, Gamble's artwork is what makes those books what they are. I think so too, yeah. Like, I mean, they would be not, if they were, if they were to have been issued with the reissued artwork originally, they would never have had the same kind of hold that they did. What made those books so historical is the fact that the artwork is fucking terrifying. Right. And that shit stuck with you. Like, that changed my fucking life as a kid. Hence why I have a million tattoos of Gamble's art. Right, so, yeah. And, I and mean, I'm so glad that I started that shit a long time ago because now everyone and their fucking mom's going to want fucking scary stories tattoos. Were they uh, Were they charcoal? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I can't remember, but yeah. They look like it, at least. So apparently, recently, we also heard that some of the early drafts of the script featured the scarecrow from Harold and the girl with the Ooh. spiders coming out of her face. Harold. From uh, the red spot. Mm-hmm. So... Those two have to be included. Those are iconic stories. Zoe Coletti is actually was the first name to be announced for the ensemble with the full cast now including Michael Garza from the Wayward Pines Hunger Games uh, Mockingjay Part 1. Austin Abrams, who is from Brad Status and the Americans. Gabriel Rush from Moonrise Kingdom, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes! Also, Austin Zager, or Zager, uh, who's in Fist Fight and Kidding, and Natalie Gonshorn, who's in Make It Pop and Wet burn not familiar with uh the last few there um but kevin hagerman and dan hagerman from lego movie troll hunters tales of arcadia co-wrote the screenplay with academy award winner guillermo del toro and patrick melton and marcus dunston from uh the collector saul four through six i think it is feast piranha 3d and the best-selling trilogy of the books by alvin schwartz so it's going to be produced by guillermo del toro as well as Sean Daniel and Jason Brown of The Hive Mind, along with Academy Award winner J. Miles Dale and Elizabeth Grave. So it's going to come out in 2019, guys. I'm so interested to see what, what they're doing with it. Well, if they're going to take it to like an adult horror movie type level, or if they're going to keep it kind of 
mild more towards kids what they're going to end up doing well i the way i look at it is that andre avradal is going to be directing it and he is the guy that did troll hunter uh autopsy of jane doe so i'm pretty excited about that because one he's a really good atmospheric kind of guy and i can see that guillermo del toro knows how to pick him because that autopsy of jane doe was really good and it was i think it's his best work to date um but having guillermo del toro as a producer means that he's going to be funding the vision right of the story and and making it look the way that it should and he's going to get the right people in there so i think i think we're i'm excited the second they announced that he was actually going to be involved in this because it was always a an idea that they were reaching for that they hoped that they could get him to be involved in it but it took forever to actually make that come and happen i think so yeah and when he finally signed on to it i was just like well now it's gonna be great so now I'm going to actually watch it and give a fuck about it because I, before that I wasn't sure. One thing I'm a little worried about is that the people who grew up with that book, I mean, yes, it has reached other generations. The tendency tends to be that they want to make it kid friendly. So, I mean, it's probably going to be a PG-13 I think film. I it's going to be PG-13, yeah. I would think. Uh, and I mean, none of those illustrations are. They're not graphic. Graphic, No, yeah. I mean, but they're freaky. I mean, it might be. It's definitely going to be a PG-13 film. Yep. I have a feeling, so... So excited. <laughs> I don't give a shit. As long as it's beautiful and looks aesthetically good and, and is creepy, genuine, genuinely, I think it's going to be fine. So excited. So what do you guys think about that news this past week? Sound off below. But that's it for the news. All right, guys, so buckle the fuck up and get ready for the grave plots. <laughs> Come on down. Uh, so if you guys aren't familiar with grave plots, we're going to go ahead and explain that to you here in just a little bit. So let's go ahead and jump into it right now. If you're new around these parts, what is Grave Plots? Well, we kind of detailed it in the beginning of the episode here, but I will break it down for you. What we have done is we have amassed several fake movie titles that we've gotten from ourselves, from other people we've interviewed and done Grave Plots with, as well as our listeners, you, uh, who have actually written us and given us fake movie titles to put in our crystal skull with diamond eyes. What we do is one of us each week, each time we do this, once a month or every five weeks, we will pull one of these out of the, the skull, and then we will break down the movie from start to finish, making up the entire story, the kills, the deaths, the everything within about 45 minutes to an hour and then we add sound effects and anything we can do to make this pop i'm gonna try by the way guys to make a fake trailer the last one i did took me quite a while to like put together uh for black water cove so if you haven't seen that yet check out the fake trailer i made because i'm really proud of it i think it did a good job um anyway so this week is britney's turn because last time i did it don't drop that fucking skull. It's priceless. Oh, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> fucking priceless. 
By the way, guys, if you ever want to donate a fake movie title to us, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and fill out our contact section and go in the drop-down menu and put Grave Plot Idea. You can put in one or two. Don't go overboard, please. Uh, but we'll add it to it. We'll give you a shout-out, make a fake cover for it on a DVD or Blu-ray cover. So anyway, what is it? Cell Block 666. Yes! <laughs> so what I got to do for Cell Block 666 is shut the fuck up I'm while Brittany nothing. comes up with the fucking story. Good luck, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself, Brittany. <laughs> Eat a dick, bitch. Come on, Brittany. You got that uh, college brain working. You no, got yeah, the- I have a college brain, so now I'm retarded, basically, because <laughs> I spend all my time doing stupid homework. All right, so I believe that cell block 666 should be obviously set in a prison because why where else would we set it some type of a haunted or par- what am i what's the fucking word i'm trying to think of like a possessed yeah demonic demonic or whatever, yeah. fucking relic or whatever is discovered by a prisoner that's trying to break out of his cell Okay. Trying to find a way to escape, essentially. Some, or maybe just hide some paraphernalia or some shit in his cell. So he's like digging a hole in a wall or in the floor or behind the toilet and finds this, like, I don't know what I want it to be, though. I got a few ideas, but I won't spill them out yet. Um, so he finds some type of demonically possessed trinket of some sort, and it takes him a little while to figure out exactly what it is and what it does. But when he figures it out, it's too late. <laughs> All right. Well, and let then me. The demons taken over. Let me pitch what I just came up with. Literally, I just thought of this. Like, I like what you're saying. And I, I mean, it definitely has you know some evil thing in the prison. They have made a movie called Prison. Uh, I can't think of his name off this off the top of my head. It was. Uh, I don't want to do that necessarily. Which I think it should be. Like the movie should open up with some really fucked up ritual, maybe. And this is before the prison. You know what I mean? And like this guy who's like some sort of a cult member of some sort. It could be like some new thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, the name is really hokey, but <laughs> but that's kind of like the point, I guess. Uh, but like so like he gets I don't know what happens before it, but he gets taken to jail because of it. But somehow the process of his ritual is not finished. And in order to finish it, he has to murder somebody in jail and he doesn't finishes the ritual in his cell by killing the guy who's in the cell with him. Do you see what I'm saying? And then opens a portal to hell or something. Right. And, and then, then a demon s- comes in. Well, it doesn't I don't want to say necessarily just a demon. That's a little too much, but Satan. We could do like a sort of demons one or two version of like a demons sequel where it takes place in uh, it doesn't have to be related to, but in the movie, anybody that gets scratched by a demon of some sort becomes a demon. And if they bleed, they melt through the ground, their blood. You've never seen the demons movies. I don't think so. Oh my God. You're missing out, dude. But like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause it sounds familiar. So I feel like I probably have. You might have, but it's about this, like people that go to a theater. It's uh, the, yeah, I think I've seen it. And they like put on this mask and it cuts this girl. It's which. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay so okay. you've seen that one. And then there's the second one, which kind of goes off a little the deep end a little bit. So I have a good way to, for how it can spread quickly among the jail. Right. Well, I'm just thinking like it'd be my vision in my mind, what I was thinking, and I'm just pitching this to you because you kind of have control of this at this point in time. 
my idea th- of thinking is that I was picturing that he was drawing a pentagram on the ground of some sort or some sort of symbol in the cell. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somehow, like, maybe he causes such a racket and, like, the windows shatter or, like, something happens. And then they come in while it's, like, all this noise is coming from the cell and then he gets thrown in solitary. And then maybe he's infected in solitary and starts becoming like fucked up and scratches one of the guards and then it spreads. Yeah. But we could make it even more like we could make it even darker. What do you think? No, I like that idea, actually. Like I wanted him to get progressively worse, like almost as like, you know, like maybe one of the guards is maybe one of the main story people. You know, he's just one of the guys like that that you follow or or female, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, but you just follow him through this story and him interacting with that guy who's in solitary and killed this other guy. So, cause that's what they would do, right? If you killed somebody, you'd be in solitary, right? Pretty sure. For like a long ass fucking time. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely wouldn't be in gen pop. So I like, I like that he would become like a little bit more infected sort of. And like the lights in there would be busted and you wouldn't be able to see him that well in there. Yeah. I think that's cool. And then being in solitary, too, kind of plays to, like, the feral animal type idea. Like, I feel like everybody should get infected in a way, just like they would in the Demons movies. And I think it'd be interesting, because I always kind of want to continue on the story. Like, is it, there is no, like, connecting real story, mm-hmm. other than the fact that if you get scratched by them, it causes... You become one. Yes. Right. So, and we would have, like, a different spin on it, but it would still be some of the same rule set, where if you get scratched... If you kill a demon and they bleed, their blood like melts through the floor and like is like acid. <laughs> yeah, it's seriously really. The second one was fucking badass like that. Um, it was like alien demons or something. It's fucking know? excellent. So okay, so what is the thing that happens in the very beginning? If you're so, if you're cool with that, then what do we come up with in the very beginning that he does? What happens in the ritual that he's performing where he gets arrested? Maybe him and his uh, some of his crew, Saucy, his homies. Or maybe they all die except for him. And that's why he gets arrested? Because that would make sense. No, I think I think he should have like some people with him, some sort of his flock, so to speak. Um, but they die in the process of trying to like fight back against the cops or something like that. Oh, okay. And I was it- thinking more along the lines of like so the people that came and did this ritual with him, right? Like his his friends or whoever they are. Right. So maybe whatever he started summoning killed all these people and he was the only one that survived. So he either was found there or he went to try and get help because he was fucking scared shitless. And then he ends up getting blamed for it because there's no actual explanation as to why four people are dead and he's alive and they think he's fucking crazy. So he gets locked up. I was thinking this is just I'm just I'm throwing this out there. What I was thinking is that they were doing this big ritual and like... They had been killing people because they're kind of like a gang in a way. I don't want to say it's Satanism. It's just some other sort of like cult like thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's like some new thing. But I mean, I did call it cell block 666, but whatever. Um, But anyway, so like the cops break in like the beginning of the movie is, you know, them breaking into the warehouse where they're doing this ritual. And he's like, you and, and it's like back and forth between the cops coming in and them fighting the cops. And then like, he's like, you need to protect us. We need to get this ritual done or fucking we can't finish it or whatever. And as he's about to kill somebody, he, you know, gets butted in the face. You know what I mean? And he's, mm-hmm. 
and or something. And the next thing you fast, yeah, like, but, but, but he he has to kill a certain amount of people, and maybe he's going through this ritual. Uh, maybe he's making the number seven unholy uh, because the number seven is like a angelic number or something like that so he so he has to kill seven of a certain type of people and he's killing him before he can do the very last one you know what i mean yeah stopped right and so maybe he gets put in a cell with somebody who was never really supposed to be in prison in the begin with and they're a virgin or something like that and you know what i mean like something stupid like And then he somehow gets in there and fucking there he kills the guy. He befriends him, tricks him, and then fucking shanks him and fucking, you know, his organs are spilling out of the top bunk or whatever. (laughs) And he's like painting like a pentagram on the ground while whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like I like it. And that's when, like, you know, you see this ruckus, not like, you know, child's play, you know, Awe, Dewey, Dembella, (laughs) give me the power I beg of thee. (laughs) but it's but it is kind of like it causes like the guards to go crazy maybe the alarms are going off maybe like light is shooting out of the fucking cell and like fire shoots out or something like that and then the and then in the process like it's like some crazy shit maybe blood just spills out that'd be cool you know over the side like you know like how they have like several yeah. stories in a prison sometimes p- right so blood. fire and blood shoot out and they're like what the fuck and then the guards come in they fucking butt him again as he smiles but he says something to them or maybe he's like unconscious you know in the corner and they don't know what the fuck really happened so then they just drag him out solitary right hose him down whatever the fuck <laughs> throw de on him whatever it is that they do <laughs> yeah i always see that in movies you're you know? holy now <laughs> like they always use that like powder powder yeah, yeah. like i don't it's a, is that it's, like a de-louser yeah it's a de-louser why'd i say de-louser it's the yeah. same thing basically yeah de-icer i was thinking it yeah said stop being disgusting yeah put on some deodorant you fuck yeah fuck (laughs) (laughs) so i kind of like that though i think that's pretty cool yeah i agree so but but so so what are so seven virgins of some sort that's kind of stereotypical but we're also using 666 guys it doesn't have to be sexual version virgins they just be virgins to anything really right but in the beginning before he gets to the prison i think we really need to kind of lay out what kind of person this guy is for one who's this bad guy what's his name like what's a cool name that we could come up with stew that is not an evil name (laughs) (laughs) that's a janitor's name I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding Stu's out there i love you um i support you but i just don't think if it's like like menacing you know what i mean yeah, what I if his what name mean. is like trevor <laughs> or i just think of a v word or something victor uh, okay victor salva i'm just kidding <laughs> victor crowley <That's> terrible <laughs> oh my god yeah see we can't do victor because then victor I crowley i thought yeah. of it as soon as i said it i was like nah, never mind how about Zane? Zane? Billy Zane? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> All you had to do is give me the goddamn key. Then we could get on with our lives. <laughs> this place is hereby condemned. Oh, God. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> 
Billy Zane did the movie Demon Knight, and that's what he oh, said. Oh, oh. Sorry, <laughs> man. I'm a, I'm a fan there. I get it. Uh, that's one of the best fucking lines ever that he's ever done. <laughs> um, this is, this is you fucking hip there, ho there, motherfuckers! <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. I love it. Stupid. That's All right, a- I'm just going to start naming off some shit then. Okay, what about... Um, Bruce. That's not... Steve, uh, I already said something with an S. Um, Xander. Xander's not menacing. What about Charlie Xander or something like Charlie that? Charlie Xander. It's got to be like kind of like unique, you know what I mean? Like... Charles Xander, something yeah, like that. I Does like that, that work? Charles Xander. Okay, it's just Xander. you know we're we're taking like Charlie, you know Manson. God, yeah, I know. I, uh, I got and you. then we're kind of mixing it with some like weird eccentric sort of name that's not typically used. I guess. Right. Okay, so Charlie Xander is the name of the guy. We got that. We after uh, ten minutes of wandering around <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell that was. Where are we going? <laughs> so Charlie Xander, he kills seven virgins, tries to. Six virgins. What is he? I, I just want to kind of paint a picture for people to kind of understand what kind of person Charlie Xander is or Charles Xander. Charles Xander is the type of guy who's kind of hypersexualized. Maybe he licks the blood off of the victims when they're dead. And like, he's really kind of just really dark. But he lives in a dirty like, studio apartment. Like he really enjoys it. It's not just like, oh, it's a ritual, you know? Like I want him to be kind of like really dark and already fucking demented as it is. You know what I mean? So he's like really into it and he's like licking blood off of yeah. off these people while they're crying and stabbing them in the fucking in this and the neck, maybe drinking their blood so and shit. He's like a I Christian Slater was a serial killer. Okay. That's what it feels like to me, because I've Christian Slater is fucking weird to me, so and all the characters he ever plays to me I think are weird. So like, Yeah. He's like always doing Jack he's Nicholson. He's fucking weird. Yeah, like yeah. that's he is. He just wants to be Jack Nicholson and I'm like, I don't like this. You know, <laughs> well he's admitted to you. it. Like he already Yeah, said. I know. Yeah, Remember yeah. we found we that out. We did talk about it, yeah. But I I feel like that's he, that's who it would be. So Christian okay. Slater will play him in our Oh movie. my god. Perfect. Serial uh, killer Christian Slater. I can't picture him. But anyway. Just think of Heathers and that's gonna be our but he's got black hair and he's older and he's charles zander yeah aka christian slater (laughs) well just whatever actor just saying anyway let's continue (laughs) on so uh yeah like as he's stabbing these people and they're crying and he's like he he's kind of the guy that will like while they're like begging for their lives because they're they have to be alive and not unconscious and so they're like screaming and he and he's like I'll give you a chance, you know, and then, and then, and they're like, answer this riddle. (laughs) He's like, you know, whisper me something that may change my mind. And they're like, I have children and, you know, like, I'm pregnant. Something like really, yeah, like I'm pregnant. And then maybe he like stabs in her belly, you know, like, like really kind of dark, like, oh, oh, they're liar child. Charlie doesn't want you sad. <laughs> no. As a matter of fact, Charlie wants you to whisper in his ear. To tell him something that you might want to tell him. To let you free. Come on, child, whisper. I have a baby boy. I'm pregnant. Oh, a baby boy. Charlie wouldn't want to hurt him. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of fucking guy this guy is, okay? 
Painted. Picture right. painted. He's gross. Okay, so he's... Okay, after he's been detained, so now we're fast forward. He did the ritual. He killed this kid who was innocent. He was a virgin. You know, he's like, eh, like maybe this guy's like, man... I hope you're not one of them weird people, man. I'm not even supposed to be in here. Fuck, man. I ain't even had fucking sex. You know, I'm fucking in here and I, I, you know, I'm not even supposed to be here. And that's when the light goes off in Charles Xander's head and he's like, befriends him for a couple of weeks. Like he's the odd man and he offers protection for him or something, you know, Mm -hmm. because maybe they even have like a scuffle in like, (laughs) you know, the typical prison scuffle where somebody tries to pick on the kid and he protects, he protects him, him yeah. to try to woo him into this safety, this safety net, and then he murders him Brutally. to get his guard down, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, fast forward after the ritual and the blood and the fire, and they drag him out unconscious, Charles Xander, and the kid's, like, guts are spilling out off the top bunk, and he's painting some sort of, like, uh, you know, probably, you know, Sesame Street rhyme or something. In the- <laughs> One, ah, ah, yeah. ah. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be amazing. It would be fucking amazing. He's drawing numbers, so he's just six. Fucking perfect. That's what he does now. Uh not really, because we're just having fun. Um fucking fantastic. So okay, so he's in the cell. This now we now uh, we've probably been introduced to the main uh, security guard. We'll just pick some random guy. We'll call him Joel. Corrections officer. Yeah, he's a correctional officer. He's Joel. Do we name him Joel? Yeah, I think That's Joel's fine. a good like name because uh, it's kind of like good strong correctional officer name. Yeah, Joel Buckworth. Buckworth. <laughs> no, I don't fucking. Know. He's got like these Buckley. really gangly teeth, and he's just Buckley. like when he eats an apple, you see like chunks of it stuck in his teeth. <laughs> Gross. I'm sorry. He's like, was he a fucking reptile or like? No, I don't like. That's not name his last name. Fuck that. It's the, we're gonna get lost in that. Uh, so his name Joel. is Joel. Guys, deal with it. He doesn't uh, get a last name. Yeah, fuck Joel. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, Joel, he's uh, he's actually, you know, a pretty fit guy, gets along with most of the guys in the place. He's not the oldest guy in the bunch. He's been there for a couple of years, you know what I mean? He's like 40-something. Although it might be interesting, although that's a really heavy trope to have the new guy, you know what I mean? That's always like, no. you know, that's a pretty heavy trope. But I think, yeah, he's been there for a couple of years. He's done his job. He's done everything. He lives a pretty standard life. He doesn't have like a whole lot. He doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have kids he doesn't have any of that uh he's just a loner and maybe he has like a, f- a couple friends that go out to drink but he doesn't even really hang out with them a little bit you should have a podcast <laughs> what the fuck Brittany? <laughs> well that... all right guys i guess saying. it's over <laughs> that'd be cool are you trying to make fun of me no. like what? <laughs> we all know you are not lonely i know well i cut myself you do other my... stuff <laughs> You have friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Brittany. Um, anyway, <laughs> continuing on, Joel. 
Joe maybe is part of one of the guys that's on the scene. Maybe there's like a little bit of brief like introduction to him when all the shit hits the fan. Uh, maybe even like him breaking up the scuffle. Uh, maybe he's one of the guys that's only able to keep, um, Charles Xander in line, uh, during the process of it or something like that. Somehow. I don't know. He beats him real good. Somehow he's the only one that he'll talk to. And I don't know. You don't figure out why till later, maybe. Anyway, so Charles Xander's in the cell. Uh, the lights keep going out. They keep trying to replace them or something like that. They can't figure out why. He's being really, uh, catatonic. I don't want to say catatonic, but like unresponsive. He doesn't want to talk to them. He utters very few words He's to not them. Eating. Uh, yeah, he doesn't even care. Yeah, maybe like when they go in there, like he, you know, they try to like, I mean, they, I don't know how it exactly works, so we wouldn't know exactly, but I would like to see this progression of him slowly deteriorating into something more beastly. Uh, maybe a little bit more menacing in the beginning and then kind of unleashing it. And maybe his voice starts to change a little bit. And like a lot of the security guards won't even deal with him because they are too scared of him. Like they, they legit, he's like, man, that like some of the other guards are like, fuck that guy. If I got to work that fucking guy tonight, man, I quit, dude. I'm going to fucking deal with this fucker, you know? And then they're like, Joel, take care of it. You know, yeah, he's your friend, right? Like you've dealt with him. And then you slowly unravel, like, some of what's going on. Uh, maybe, like, one of the security guards gets his arm yanked in one of the holes and broken. Yeah, and no, rip it off. Rip it off, you think? Rip it off. Yes. Hey, fuck boy. It's time to eat. You hear me? God damn it. Here, listen. Oh, fuck! So they're, like, getting to the point where they're going to, like, put him down kind of thing because they don't know what to fucking do, you know what I mean? They're going to put him down. Yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> rabid demon dog. I'm a pull, juice dog. Take him outside, tell him, look at the pretty flowers and put a bullet in his skull. <laughs> look at the here. flowers. God. It's, the best it's one of the funniest scenes in fucking in The, in the Walking Dead. Anyways, so moving on. Yeah. So one of the guys somehow gets his arm yanked in. Ripped off. Ripped off. One of the security guards. And the other guys, obviously the other security guards, they're beating the shit out of him when they can because they're scared of him and they want to have this. They want him to fear them. They want him to fear them because they're scared as fuck. And so then maybe now enters some lawyer or some sort of, you know, humane person, like representative or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, because nowadays in (laughs) prisons, like there's like this whole uprising of like, you know, that they should get paid better wages and that you know have access to education and yeah because it's become sort of like slaves and stuff and they well it is they get paid like nothing right yeah so like it'd be kind of interesting to kind of you know have that dynamic of like security guards that just want him to die people maybe even the warden wants him to be fucking put down like a dog then there's this humanitarian aspect of character that comes in almost kind of like in uh i don't want to say We'll make it a lady. Silence of the Lambsy kind of feeling. I just said feeling. like a Clarice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I don't. Yeah. I think I think you said something right when I said it, but I was like, oh, like Clarice. But maybe you know somehow. It, well, do you think it should be another man? Or I think it should be a chick. A chick. Okay. Maybe a chick. Otherwise, it's just going to be all men in this movie. Right. But I also don't want it to just be. You know. You know what I mean. Um. But yeah. Okay. So let's do that. Um. What's her name? Clarice. Well, unless, unless you don't want it to necessarily seem like very uh, Silence of the Lambsy. 
No, no, it can be a, a female, and I think she can be a tough as nails, you know, kind of in your face to all the like Her people working. Nancy, she's like, you know, you have no governing over me, and I am the person who holds your job above your head. I'm the boss now. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the bo- captain now. <laughs> yeah, like she tries to come in, but then at some point. Her trying to defend him turns into tragedy. Maybe, I don't know if she dies, but maybe she's scared as fuck of him as well. And it's affecting her as well. Maybe she even gets affected, infected by him. I think she should get infected. Because we already have the guard. Maybe he survives. You know, he gets his arm ripped off. So maybe he gets, he survives. Did he, did she, did he rip off the arm of the... The a main, security guard. The main guy or different? No, 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 just a different guy. Okay. Just a random. That's yeah. why they throw Joel in there because he's not afraid of it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. See what I mean? Yeah, perfect. Like I picture if you guys have ever seen Exorcist 3 and when the guy was in the in the cell, like that was some creepy shit. His voice was changing and like I kind of picture that, but I also feel like it'd be kind of interesting if, like, there was this black stuff all over the the walls and shit. And maybe he was shitting and pissing blood and, like, they, they, they have a doctor go in and things like, you know, all these different things. But I feel like at nighttime, some of the guards, like, shit's happening in this in the, in the place. Like, maybe, like, cell doors are getting unlocked on their own. Well, we definitely have to have, okay, so the guy who got his arm ripped off, he somehow changes into a demon. Somebody else who's in the tussle when he gets scratched, the motherfucker scratch me, you know, like it's no big deal. But then you realize that he starts sweating, growing like sores. Do we want this to like spread to a lot of people or the whole prison? I want it to spread in the entire prison. So okay, then so it's then like, here's a perfect way to do that. In fact, somebody that handles the food and then they bleed or do secrete something into the fo- the food that everyone eats. Oh. Like, bam, everyone's infected and it takes care of it nice and quick at some point. Hmm. So then that way you don't have to like, you know what I mean? It can, it easily. Well, I, I mean, also, it, but that's also kind of sudden. Yeah, but it way. doesn't have to happen, happen right away. It can be a little bit later into the story just to kind of wrap it up to get everybody to be infected. You know what I mean? Okay. So you can, everyone can, you can get to what you want, like the climactic point that you want, but it doesn't take forever to get there. Maybe one of the guards also is like flirting with the humanitarian girl woman who the government official who's like monitoring you know how hum- to, to monitor the humaneness of the prison to make sure and she's sent there to for that yeah time because they do like these evaluations right. for like long periods of time it's not like hey what you doing yeah they, like just a drop by right yeah so like she kind of like works there for the time being or whatever but maybe she gets scratched or something by him when he she shakes his hand. Hi, I'm, you know, and and this last time she gets somehow scratched or something like that. I don't know what. Somehow she gets infected, I think. And then one of the guards who's kind of like interested in her gets infected by her or something. And something happens with her where she turns. Like if you guys have seen the movie Demons, they get these long teeth. Their eyes turn fucking reddish. They get like really fucking gangly on you. And they're like they turn into beasts. So they're like their fingernails like pop off and they have these long like gargoyle looking hands. So if you guys haven't seen the demons movies, it's really good. Like I highly recommend it Two of my favorite movies. Um, but yeah, like I would think it would be kind of interesting if she starts to change in that moment with one of the guards in one of the rooms. And they're blinking. Right. It's kind of typical, but it doesn't matter. You need some sexual 
something. We could do the food thing too. Um, I really don't. I mind just think that. if you wanted to make it like knock everyone out at once at some point in the movie, that's the best way to do it. Okay, because they monitor the food pretty good. So if like, some, how would someone spill it? No, I'm trying. Like whoever's making it bleeds into bleeds it somehow. Into it. Yeah, and then it just. Boop, well, we got to get another. Um, another. How do we get another uh, inmate sick? Maybe one of the times they're taking him out to try and take like. I don't know, bathe him or some shit. Well, maybe the girl that's bonking the fucking uh, security guard. Oh, she sees other people, yeah. What's her name again? We never came up I with a name. Nancy, but I don't know. Okay, Nancy's Nancy. fine. So Nancy and then uh, Derek. Derek. Derek is the security guard that's boinking or whatever. He gets infected, and at some point there's a scuffle uh, in in a like uh, recess environment where he's so slowly changing. He's still coming to work, but he's you can tell he's getting infected, and it's yeah, like- he just looks sick. Like when it's a moment where he's actually saving somebody, he like breaks a guy's arm and it, like he goes overboard. Yeah. And I think it would be kind of cool if there was like a prison yard fight. Yeah. And he goes out there and slams him and breaks his arm over a fucking thing and just pounding on him, like punching him over and over again. And he, you could see the veins in his neck starting to turn black and like pulsate a little bit. So he's changing. And I think it'd be cool if you see his arm snap. <laughs> Yeah, and it's Open like, fracture. and the guy's like screaming, and he's just like, as he's like holding his fucking dangly arm, <laughs> he's like punching Stop him. Stop hit yourself! Stop hit yourself! And the other security guards like come over and. Yo, Derek, what the fuck? Calm the fuck down, man! Calm down! All the all the other prison guys are like scared because he's like making these guttural noises while he's doing it. <laughs> They, like, drag him off, and, like, he gets put, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're not, like, tough on him. Yeah, well, they're not going to be. It's their own. So. But maybe the girl finds you, like, somehow. I don't know. Like, that would be interesting. I just think that we have these little little moments, you know. Right. But, but I also would like to have the nighttime be really kind of scary. Like, in the Demons movies, it happens almost instantaneously. Well, quickly. Um, Which, we really need to watch Demons, too. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so what so what happens next? Okay, well, where are we? Well, we've we've kind of established that the one of the inmates is now infected. He's in the infirmary, getting his arm, you know, fixed. Not He's, broken. He didn't yeah. die. He was just unconscious. You know, <laughs> got his arm broken. Yeah, he got his severely. Ar- yeah, maybe well, they had to amputate it because it's broken. So well, maybe don't they have like separate section where the medical guys it is the infirmary? Yeah. Yeah. So then the infirmary, maybe maybe he infects other people. Yeah. Of course. He's like, they're basically just sequestered all together in like a main room. That's basically what the infirmary is. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe one of the guys gets infected by him and he's like getting better. So they take him out, put him back in gym. Yeah. Pop, put him in gym and pop. Then he spreads. Right. See what I'm saying? And then, yeah. and maybe he's the line cook or something or one of the people that work in the fucking kitchen. Kitchen. Yeah. And then he gets it in, the, gets blood or whatever in the food. And then now everybody's infected. Yeah. Like he sneezes or something and it just like blood shoots out and, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. And it gets in his, in the fucking gruel. And he just like shrugs. <laughs> whatever. Mashed potatoes or some shit. I think I it should be like that. some type of, I don't know, like a stew or a soup or, cause they always do shit like that. Okay, like yeah, whatever. Like, it's all slop, like, fucking garbage food for the yeah. most part. That's, like, a main component, and then there's, like, bread and whatever else, but, you know, they eat 
they were rich in prison. It's got to be something that not everybody would eat because, like, yeah, not everyone's gonna obviously like not everybody's. Gonna yeah, eat it's it. gonna be the, like, oh fuck, they made whatever this again. They give it a nickname like gruel, like hawk slop, like where you hawk a loogie. And I it's like, that, it's like yeah. really like disgusting it's all consistency. Yeah, yeah, but like one guy really likes it or never. It's my favorite. I'll because, take your serving because you want to. You want some of the guys not to all because if they it was something they enjoy, they, everybody would be changing. But yeah, I want them to. to it's a spread a little bit and then you know this fucking gigantic riot of demons that's that are contained in this like one the, place the whole time my brain's been going we can end it with a giant prison riot yeah i think that'd be cool as shit. Be fucking awesome right and then it opens the door for sequels right but but and it's also cool because it's contained so it doesn't get out into the but world yeah exactly right nah. <laughs> they like nuke the place or something <laughs> you know they nuke uh, the place, and then all of a sudden you look underground, and there's one of them crawling through. In the original Sears. Demons movies, they if blood gets on a deceased demon in, back to life. in its mouth, it comes back to yeah. life. So like it this. really only feeds on blood. So it could, you know. So this is kind of like a demon sequel, guys. What do you think so yeah, far? We're just gonna it just can keep going. I mean, there are other sequels. The Church is one of them. Technically, it got morphed That's into right. it, and then you know, my, my Michelle Sovi, That's right. uh, or Mikkel, I can't, I don't know. Ever. Uh, and then of course there was Demons Three, the Ogre, which was kind of retarded. Garbage. Yeah, so it was kind of. It was kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So so where do we go from here? Well, so we gotta have these little mini stories. We'll have let's come up with like two or three little mini stories. We already have the girl uh, Nancy who is with Derek. Derek breaks the guy's arm. We got that instance, you know, out in a prison yard fight. This was after he gets infected by her, right? Um, is that why he did that? Yes, okay, yes. So she obviously, when they were boinking, she did something and scratched him or bit him. Or right, whatever. maybe she bit him. Yeah. yeah, I think she should bite him. And then, so he gets infected from that. So then they have the little prison scuffle where he breaks the dude's arm, and then dude from the scuffles in the infirmary. And he, what are we gonna have him do to the person? Does he does he just bleed on them? Well, remember we're gonna be going back and forth from Joel and Charles, Charles Xander. Oh and- yeah, but we got well, we have to introduce how the other person that goes back to Gen Pot from the infirmary spreads it. Right. Maybe the guy's laying in his bed and he's like having a nightmare and they're sleeping next to each other because they. It's a they little would, bit more open. Would. It's more open, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know specifically, just for, but from what I've seen. In this instance, it is. Yeah. So it he is. he he goes over to wake the guy up, and the guy grabs his arm and cuts him. He's like, "Whoa, dude! Like, what the fuck?" Yeah. Anyway, so that's how he gets infected. Gets put in, thrown back in the Gen Pop. You know, fast forward a couple of days, they've already, or maybe even a day. It all happens in like the course of like three days, this whole movie maybe. Mm-hmm. And like a day later, like everybody starts getting infected. They're like things start happening. They, they alarm sound of the riot alarm and shit like that. Uh, Joel's having this really, it's gotta be, he's gotta be having this intimate conversation with the guy through the door. Yeah. And his voice is changing. And I picture like the walls, like almost like Charles has become part of the wall, almost like this black shit in the corner. <laughs> Fucking cool. But I don't know if we should reveal that until like. That used to be like the end. Sort of towards the end. Yeah. That's fucking dope. And he becomes like this hulking beast sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like like an uber demon. 
<laughs> Uber deep. Because he's really the one that's spreading it in yeah, a way. he started it, yeah. Right. I mean, it, it's a little different than the original demons, but I just think it would be kind of... I don't want to... I don't mean like he's like the Hulk. I just well, mean yeah, like yeah, no, he's mean. a bigger de- like version of he's himself. He's the alpha demon. Yeah. I get it, yeah. And he has glowing eyes in the corner and shit like that. Almost like Spawn in a way. Like, I just picture, like, it, like really kind of infecting the environment. It's that evil. Yeah, I like it. You see what I'm saying? All, everything outside the prison dies. Right. All the grass and the birds and the squirrels, everyone's dead. Yeah, maybe maybe even just the going in the room black. is, like, yeah, like, infecting. But I, I think that Joel is not infected somehow. I don't know why. I don't know what kind of conversation they have together. Maybe it's more about, like, the end of days. And, like, he just is spouting off this nonsense about, you know, Charles Xander, by the way, to Joel. It's like, the configuration is in place, and it's time for me to leave. And he's like, what do you mean, leave? You can't get out of here, you know? The town is almost ready. And my wings will spread, and I will be free. You ain't getting out of here. (laughs) And he just laughs in this like dark, menacing voice, kind of. And it's like, he starts to change, and then Joel shuts the thing. He's all nope. He's like, yep, nope. We're done. Yeah. (laughs) We're done here. I'm going home. (laughs) So, and that's when the alarms sound. You see what I'm saying? Like, juxtaposition. Like, Building that yeah. tension, and then and all of all a sudden, this. Yeah. and then that's the breaking that's like, point. And now we reach the climactic right. moment in the movie. And then people are being running through. It almost reminds me of like uh, Natural Born Killers when the whole fucking yeah, they're playing that large song, the fucking panicky song where everybody's like running around, like killing people, like fires inside. They're like, you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Some of the guards are shooting some of the inmates and shit because yeah, they're they attacking. Yeah, they don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, they're like panicking. It's like straight up panic mode. Let's add like three quick little like gore scenes in in okay. the riot. Um, I want to see like one guy, like I picture one guy like charging at someone with his like, you see him change in his cell, you know what I mean? And the guy's screaming, guard, guard, guard. And then he's just like slashing his back. You know, like scratching him and like his big gigantic mouthful of fucking teeth, like is biting on him as he's screaming for the guard and the guard goes in and they're on like a second or third story and he opens the the door like three guards and the guy just jolts out. Yeah. Over the railing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like snaps his neck. Yes. And it just stands on him like all weird. And there's like three guards on the bottom floor. And they're like trying to get through the door, and you see it turn its head all- and just charge at people. Yeah, like, I love it. Yes, yes, please. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's all shambling at him. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> and, the, and meanwhile, you know, the whole time, like, you get the yeah, it's just chaos. Like, like the sound of the alarms. Chaos. Yeah. Right. And then everyone's like, doesn't know what to do. And even the person watching the movie is like, what is happening? My head hurts. The warden has <laughs> to play a part in this, too. I feel like the warden is just going to be a pussy and locks himself in his office. Right. With his gun. Right. Like, but maybe there's, you know, don't they have like escape routes where they can get out and shit? Yeah, I, I think so. I, don't I wouldn't know. know. I, I feel like they probably do, but I don't know because that might just be too like Hollywood. 
maybe you know what would be interesting is that you know because the demons if you if you cut them or make them bleed it melts things what if like because they're shooting these demons that are he's like you know maybe they're trying to get into the warden's office and they're like pushing themselves up against the the thing and they start shooting them and all their blood's going on the bars, so it melts, melts the melts fucking it. bars. Yeah. And they spill into it. All these, like, demons and shit. Some of them are running at the guy shooting them, but they're, like, screaming, you know. I think it would be excellent that all of a sudden just, like, a group of demons end up in the warden's, like, office. And then they all descend upon him at the same time. And you just see body parts fucking flying everywhere. That'd be kind of cool, yeah. I'm into it. And then you see blood spatter on his family photo. Oh yeah, that's a that's a nice touch. I think I think I think what we need to do, and it's just kind of tropey a little bit, but he he's kind of the douchebag, right? Like yeah. he thinks his shit doesn't stink, and he and maybe he like pushes some of the guards in front of them to get killed, and maybe the guy he pushes is the one that gets in the cell. Yes, and, and first, yeah, because he gets like mortally wounded, so it changes him like quicker. Yeah, yeah, like so, and that guy's the guy that stands over him, and they start you know tearing into him, almost like Day of the Dead. Perfect. You know, I like it. Um, Retribution. So obviously, you know, they've he's trying to make the call. Maybe he's making the call to like the National Guard or the like. Some sort of military. I think it's like, isn't it like local police or something outside and then to the military? Right. Maybe they get in, they lock and they lock them in and they all die. You know, it's like there's like these explosions and gunfire. Blood and acid everywhere. Right. Yeah. And maybe they, you know, I don't know how. Maybe they, they do kill them all off in some way. But there's that one that. Joel. That gets in like the sewers or something. Yeah, maybe Joel gets infected too. Joel's the one. He seems fine, but little did he know. He's got to have a buddy that that fights alongside like of him. A funny one. He just yes. a funny sidekick. Like a funny security correctional guy, or maybe he's not even a correctional guy. Maybe he's inmate? one of the inmates. I like that. And they have to fight side by side like, in a way. I like a funny inmate. Let's give him a funny inmate. Funny inmate's name is Doug. Okay, Doug. And they call him they call him Speedy because he used to do Speedy, a lot of meth. Because he's a fucking meth head. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's all like all the time. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, yeah, man. Like all crazy and jittery. Yeah, he's like, yo, like man, it. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't care what I did, but fucking do, please, like protect me. And so Joel's like, get behind me. Don't fuck with me. All right. And they and like maybe they had some sort of like passing by moments. And he's like the speedy. He's like, he, he's like permanently speedy. Yeah. So he kind of like talks really fast and he's kind of funny. He's like perma high. I think that would be kind of funny, you know. Well, yeah. I think there's always room for a funny person. There's got to be that moment where he hands them a gun, where he's hesitant to give them the gun, you know, but they they have to because these things are fucking charging at him. He'd be like, motherfucker, what am I going to do? Why would I shoot you? (laughs) Why am I going to shoot you when I can shoot all these fucking things that are trying to kill me? (laughs) He's like, man, I haven't had this much fun since we blew up that meth lab. You know? (laughs) I'm like, oh, wait, that's where I lost my family. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, okay, so obviously they have police come and the police, the riot police try to protect, uh, the situation because it's getting out of hand or something like that. Uh, and maybe, you know, 
Okay, so so the two there's only two guys like because everybody's dying around you in like all these graphic ways, you know what I mean? Like people getting scratched and then changing and like jerking up off the floor and like morphing into these creatures as everybody's screaming and trying to hide in their cells and getting attacked. Like all these little mini murders, like yes. all these mini mini gore scenes and yes. stuff. Obviously practical effects, by the way, guys. Duh. <laughs> uh, uh, so, but okay, so they get only in our they have to get backed into some sort of situation. The the Speedy and fucking Joel have to get backed into a situation. Maybe, maybe even the warden like fucks them over and they have to find a different route and they have to kill maybe they have to kill a demon that has the keys on him because he lost his. Oh, yeah, that were awesome. see what I mean? Yeah, like, I little, like little mini, uh, you know, tasks, like quests, yeah, little quests. I love quests. <laughs> uh, but you get it, it just kind of makes it fun that way. Um, yeah, I like that idea actually that he lost his keys. Maybe he dropped them fucking down a drain. Ooh, or something. and it's one know. of the big, biggest it's security the big guards. One, yeah. yeah, the big kahuna. Yeah, he's got the big it's security. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I think this guy would be like like a little bit more portly, you know what I mean? Like I think it would be kind of cool. Like, fat? like well, I don't want to say fat, but just like a bigger dude. Like he's just like six foot seven, and he like he you know he's the guy that's always eating in the cafeteria. So fat Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but nobody fucks with him because he's like really huge, and yeah, scary, yeah. And he's kind of you know he wasn't the smart guy. He was kind of like a. a I don't know. Just I'm giving backstories, but you know what I mean. We like, don't need a backstory. <laughs> um, but we they have to fight him and like a, a few of these other ones, right? So he's like charging at him. Gonna explode. And yeah. It's gonna be glorious. Somehow, because uh, we always have people exploding. I don't know why. Because I feel like that doesn't happen enough anymore. Be like people. Somehow, maybe speedy. Like they get it, they get charged, and both of them get charged. But somehow Joel gets scratched in the in the process. But you don't really know. No one knows until the end. Yeah, you know how it is. Like they, but like he I think it be home, and all of a sudden sees that he's got a scratch on his ankle. But Speedy somehow slides under his legs and like shoots a shotgun up at his face, <laughs> and he yeah. gets he gets some of the goo on him, oh, like. Shit. And it kind of makes him burn. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck. I think just melt his face off. Yeah, like it melts the side of his face and he's just like, oh, fuck. And he turns into Harvey Dent. Or maybe, maybe, that, maybe, maybe Joel, that's how Joel changes is he gets some of that blood spilt on him. Yeah, something. I don't know. I just feel like that the, like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I, I just like the fact that maybe Speedy would uh, have saved Joel in some process. So in some way, yeah. He and he'd be like, I never him. fucking locked that motherfucker anyway. Yeah. You know, he's got no teeth and shit, you know. Fuck Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. He told me all I could eat is applesauce. Fuck you, Jerry. You know, fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> fuck you, Jerry. Fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got to wrap this up. Okay, so Joel and him, they they get the keys from him, obviously, and they try to escape. Uh, they get outside the walls, and there's, like, you can see them, like, piling up inside and, like, trying to break down the door and, like... You know, some of them are bleeding on the on the thing, but they have to have like maybe I don't want to say a big explosion, but I mean, how are you supposed to? You know what I mean? How maybe do you contain it otherwise. Yeah, like maybe they get them all into the like in an area where there's like a you know a way that they can blow them up Nuke somehow. It, yeah, now it can't be nukes. No, I know, but it'll be fun. Everything within 900 square miles is now gone. Speedy has to die, and Joel has. Oh, I thought Speedy was already dead. His face got melted off. Can we just no, because he moment? has to say the the funny line. Why would he die? 
Oh, you're right. I never liked him anyway. Fuck you, Jerry. So just half his face got melted. Yeah. Okay. So he wears a bandage or whatever, and so Jerry does too. And uh, Joel. Joel. Sorry, why did I say Jerry? We just said Jerry. I'm like, yeah. I get it. So Joel does too, uh, and they, you know. Maybe it just ends with them trying to, uh, they get outside the walls and maybe they realize that it's actually spilled out into the real world like they do in the second one or the first one. And, yeah. and that well, it, well, we're fucked. yeah, because we what also, we, ha- now? we also have that person that, that wasn't a part of it that got out that was like outside of it. Like, I don't know. Or was there a person that got out? No. It was not. I, there, I think it'd be kind of cool if they're like driving along the way. Oh, we thought about that. Like someone that found their way through like the sewers underground or some shit that like made it like a prisoner that made it out that was infected. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe they do. And they get out. They get in a car because they realize they don't want it to end. They blow the blow up uh, a lot of these demons and they think it's over. And as they're driving down the road, very much like at the end of one of the other movies, you know, maybe maybe speedy. Uh, and him do actually get out together and one of them attacks the other. Speedy's infected, so perfect. Speedy kills Joel. Yeah, but they have to drive through a town where like it like maybe past a gas station or like a like a huge convenience store or something like that and everything's a little weird. Yeah. And you hear these you, they're chain, they're sitting in their car and uh like maybe Speedy goes in to get some food or some shit I don't know or maybe the Joel does and you just start to hear this like growing sound of screaming in the streets yeah He's like, we got work to do, man. And then like, and then it's <laughs> <Credits>. like, he, <laughs> and then Joel drinks a beer, you know, and that's the end. <laughs> I kind of like it. I like it too. Cause I kind of, I kind of want them to change and die, but I also kind of want them to live on. So maybe, yeah. you know, I don't know. Cause if we did it where they do change, maybe Speedy is infected. Maybe he does get infected, but you don't know that. And it could be a sequel. You know, I just think it'd be kind of a fun movie. Yeah, I agree. What do you guys think of that? Do you like that? I know it's a little bit all over the place, but we, you know, you got to realize we're putting this together off the top of our heads. Spitballing you. Um, it's going to come out like a verbal storyboard. I mean, it's it, like... it, it kind of ended up a little hokey, but I kind of wanted to be entertaining. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And, and honestly, with this kind of theme, like it can't be. How right. are you going to make it serious? Well, I mean, if you watch Demons 1 and 2, it's it's hokey, but it's like <clears throat> kind of serious. Cool. Like yeah. There's a scene where there's like a baby demon. And it breaks out of like really weird. <laughs> it's like perfect. Sounds like, like a cat. cat. Yeah, demon cat. We ne- Oh wait, wait, wait. We never actually wrapped up Charles Xander. Oh fuck, we didn't. So we have to have some sort of incident. Well, he's turned like we turned him into this like black tar shit all over right. the walls, right? So maybe his. He's got like viney crap or whatever all coming out, like controlling everything around it. Yeah, maybe he's like it's like surging through the the hallways and stuff of the cells and stuff like that. Yeah, and just like kind of like consuming some of the other demons and shit, like yeah. as it's like traveling along, and that's when they they it starts coming after them, and they have to blow up some sort of tank 
Yeah, something. Yeah, like it has to be like maybe there's some shit in the get in the kitchen or something like that where it kind of goes in there and that's when it blows it up a little bit. And they're, of course, fighting and killing off demons as it is, but they get out and they think it's contained in there. You know what I mean? So so that would make sense. I mean, it's not exactly perfect. I mean, whatever. But, you know, I I do like the whole like building up of Xander or uh, Charles Xander and Joel in the beginning. And like it could be like a really cool moment, even though he's not I don't want him to be like some demon king. I just want him to be just like a beast. Right. You know what I mean? Because like making him too thinky is just too much, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, Because the demons movies are all about just like turning demons into zombies pretty much. Mm hmm. Uh, so, but this would add a little bit of a different flair. It might be a little too much for some who are fans of those movies. Um, uh, but you know, we're also coming up with this in about 45 minutes to an hour. So, you it. know, if we really sat down and ironed out a few things, guys, you know, just keep, you know, be gentle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But what do you guys think of the story? Uh, the movie's called Cell Block 666. What's the tagline going to be? So the demons was... They will make cemeteries their cathedrals, and the cities will be your tombs. And then Demons 2 was Let's Party, as well as The Nightmare Returns. So what would this be? The Nightmare Gets Locked Up. In Carsa Hill. Unleashed and locked up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds funny. Uh, the Nightmare... Something like that. What do you think? Mm. The nightmare gets incarcerated. I was just thinking <laughs> the nightmare incarcerated. But... <laughs> the nightmare imprisoned. Yeah, that's fine. What do you think? Yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, it's a fucking silly movie we made up, guys. <laughs> we'll Good go, enough. We'll go with that. The nightmare imprisoned. I like it. Uh, so what do you guys think of this movie? Did you like the story? I mean, we could probably come up with a little bit more kills, but, you know, we try to keep these things neat and tidy. I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, what we came up with. What would you add? Would you like anything else? Would you change anything? Uh, we always like to hear from you guys. And if you would like, as I mentioned before, if you would like to give us a name that we could make up another horror movie, uh, possibly with other people in the industry in the future, all you have to do is just go to longlivethevoid.com and go to our contact section in the drop down menu there is a says grave plots just enter your name everything in there all the information that you need and send it off to us and we may use it and give you a shout out on the podcast so yeah do it damn it so next week guys we're going to be watching zombie three and four uh for some more italian fun Yay. we like the italian horror movies so i hope you guys do too uh these ones just came out on severin Severin put them out just recently. Um, really nice copies. I actually bought them at their booth at the convention. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I've been meaning to see them, and I, th- I think it's Claudio Fragasso again. So uh, I believe, yeah. So we've been on a kick for that, guys, lately. But, you know, themes, you know, we stick to our themes sometimes. So if you guys want to check those out, you can probably find them online, rent them, whatever you need to do to watch them, check them out. Uh, so we come back and talk to you about it next week. But uh, other than that, thank you guys so much for coming by, as always. Stay weird, monsters. <laughs> <laughs>